Hallelujah. Oh, I thought this clap was unto the Lord. Hallelujah. Why don't you humbly lift up your two hands to him? For many years we've been saying that when we come to this place, we've not come to Shashi, we've come unto Mount Zion, the city of the living God. Where there are innumerable company of angels. And angels are ministering spirit. And they are to minister to the hairs of salvation. That means that this morning there is a ministration of hairs in this place by angels. He said to the blood of sprinkling. To the spirit of just men made perfect. That means that there is a dimension of perfection prepared for us this morning. You want to make yourself available for the service of the heavenlies. You are praying for an encounter. Peter said at thy word. When the, the, the word of the Lord was received by Peter. He caught multitude of fish. This morning you want to place a demand at thy word. Let that change that I've been longing for come to me. Let that situation that has been there for years. Turn around for my good. In the name of Jesus. Just a word. Lord, give me a cultured tongue. Circumcise my heart. Make me become a vessel unto honor. At thy word. At thy word. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we acknowledge your sweet presence in our midst. This morning, do amidst us what only you can do. Let Jesus be glorified. Let Jesus be glorified. Let Jesus be glorified. In Jesus' name. Amen. Oh, why don't you clap your hands and have an honorable seat in heavenly places. Hallelujah. This morning is a privilege to come to you by the word of the Lord. And I want to deeply appreciate the bishop for this privilege. This is one of the most sacred places to dwell with. Hallelujah. But I thank God for the covering of the bishop. Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. And I want to also thank my pastor, the resident pastor, who is a skillful personality when it comes to imparting grace for us to do the will of the Father. He understands what I'm saying. Left to me, I would have disappeared from here. Hallelujah. Because after this morning's teachings, it's like the best thing to do is to borrow words. Hallelujah. But this morning, I'm privileged to share with you some things that over the years, this should be my eighth into the ninth year I've been with Dominion Chapel. And this whole sermon is a testimony. I used to be in a church and the Lord said, your grooming in this place has ended. And I'm taking you to a place. And that is where I encountered Pastor Isaiah. Somewhere in UPS campus. And the Lord said, follow this man. That is where I'm taking you. And honestly, when I joined Dominion Chapel, one very thing that made me understand why the Lord said, join this church. Was how the word of the Lord was highly esteemed. Hallelujah. And I say it on authority. 
Any church that would not magnify the word of the Lord above any other thing has not encountered the Lord yet. How many of you agree with me? He said, in the beginning was the word. This word was with God and this word was God. The scripture testified about the word of God saying, all things were made by this word. Did you hear that? Not some things, all things. So if anything will be a reality in any place and the word of God is absent, know that it's a counterfeit. And it says, without him, nothing was made that was made. And this same word, in him, meaning that the word is a personality, is life, and that life is the light of man. And this light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot stand against it. One of the things that I encountered is the power of the spoken word. And this one I'm privileged to bring to us a subject matter title, the power of the spoken word. Hallelujah. We have the written word, which we have as the Bible. Hallelujah. And we have the spoken word. That is the word of God, which has become a reality in our heart and has formed a part of us and inspired by the Lord to be spoken as a language for others to hear, understand, and also align to. Hallelujah. This word is powerful. The spoken word is that word that we saw Genesis chapter 1 present that there was chaos upon the earth when God himself had made the heavens and the earth and there was chaos. Bible said the spirit of the Lord hovered over the surface of the deep. Then God said whatever God said brought into the limelight the intent of God, the will and the plan and purpose of God. Let there be light. We didn't see hands bringing the light but we saw light made itself available. Even to the standard, and God said, Let us make man in our own image. People of God, even we ourselves, we were made by the word of God. We came into existence because the word of the Lord said so. We are products of the word. So you see how our life will be meaningless when we don't value the word of God, and when the word of God is not upon our lips and we are not speaking it, nothing will happen. So the right of Hebrews skillfully made us to understand that through faith, Hebrews chapter 11 the verse 3, it said through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. Confirming what John also said by revelation that nothing was made that was made without him. Hallelujah. So you see if I just said that we ourselves are product of the word, it means we came into existence because a word was spoken and we came forth. Then, how our world is currently is as a result of what we are speaking. Ask somebody, what are you speaking today? What have you spoken before? And what are you speaking now? If you are speaking the words of men, you will have issues of men. Growing up, the man of God that God used to raise me said, David, when, I think I spoke Hebrew eh? or Greek. So we'll, let me translate it to the language that all men will understand. This mentor said that when you speak the words of men, you have issues in this life. But when you speak the very word of God, you won't have any issue, but rather you will have favor and you have grace. Hallelujah. 
So this morning, I want us to pay attention and to understand that knowing the word of God and speaking it is very crucial to your livelihood because you are a product of the word. Hallelujah. And just like it is the habit of some, it is good. If you are talkative, it is a good thing. It is good to speak. It is not something you pay for. According to our constitution, we have freedom of what? So it is good to be talking. I remember in primary school, I was very silent, which we can term as uh, someone who is introvert, right? Yeah, very quiet. That is why I love us there. He is very quiet. Hallelujah. And a teacher said to us that the reason why he loves to see us talk so that there will be no stench in our, our mouth, like mouth odor. If you don't like talking, you always, you always shut your mouth. The probability of you having mouth odor is very high. How many of you have experienced it? That after many hours of silence, you open your mouth and you realize that, hey, something is happening. Yeah. So it is a bad thing when you are quiet. So if your life is thinking, it is a sign that you've not been talking. But the fact that I am saying that you must be talking doesn't mean talk anyhow. Because many of us are where we are because of the things we have spoken. By faith, we understand that God framed the world by his words. So where you are today is as a result of what you have said. It is not a matter of any wit. Even if there is a wit manipulating your life, your speakings gave audacity to that wit. What happened to Eve? Provided Eve decided not to speak with the serpent, won't we all be alive? She went and spoke with somebody. <laughs> As God said, we should not eat of this. Then she went on. How can a human being be talking to snake? Is it a good thing to do? I pray that our eyes will be anointed to know who to talk to. That God will give you the tongue of a disciple. That you will know how to speak. When to speak, how to speak. Hallelujah. So I said it is a good thing to speak. But far more excellent to speak the word only. Tell somebody, it is far more excellent to speak the word only. Because by that word, all things were made. By that same word, that which is lacking in your life will be framed. Hallelujah. Now, why have I said this? I have said this because I have realized that the word of God is life and carries life. Number two, the word of God carries power. Hallelujah. And number three, the word of God carries the desired intent of the one who is speaking. Hello. So I said the word of God is life and carries life. It carries power. And it also contains the desired intent of the one speaking. So, I encourage you to pay attention when someone is speaking. Hello? He said, once has God spoken, but twice have we heard, your hearing must be high. Because when people are speaking, they are not just speaking. They are communicating their heartfelt passion. They are communicating the intent of their minds to you. Hallelujah. Are we paying attention? Yeah. So, I love to listen. One of the counseling tips I was giving, learn to listen to your spouse. It is number one key to having a successful marriage. A good listener will not have a shipwreck in his relationship. Hallelujah. So it carries the intent. 
Now listen to this. Words also carry creative power in itself. It carries what? Creative power in itself. To bring into existence what has been said or professed. So you see, whatever you say, hey, me bro, there is power in that word. It will release that which we must bring. How do I know it? Hebrews chapter 11 verse 3 says it clearly. He said, by faith we have come to an understanding that the whole universe came to being by the speaking forth of another person. And in this particular context, I am talking about God. And God said, let there be light. Let there be stars in the firmament, light in the firmament. Whatever God was saying was being put in place. Even the fishes. It was said that, and God said, they should produce after their kind. And they came. Did you hear? And I said, even as he spoke, let us make man in our own image. Because he has spoken. Work had to begin. Hello? So, if you were made by words, it means that words must matter to you. It also means that what you say matters. The same formation God has is the same formation he has made you. So, if God spoke and things came to being, what, what makes you think that when you speak, nothing will happen? You remain single to Jesus' camps. No one will fall in love with you. When the scripture has said, none shall lack its mate. When the scripture has said, I was at my somewhere and I read in the Bible, that it is not good for a man to be alone. I tell you, that word became World Cup. I shall not be alone. In the fullness of time, whether bank account or no bank account, this is what the word of God has said. I believe. I testify to the glory of God that the, the, the things I've been saying, I saw it happen. And I was shocked. And one of the comical ones I've been saying, after I read about the Hebrew women, how they were giving birth, even when their children were being targeted to be murdered. He said they were too strong. By the time the midwives came, they are finished. Then I said, me, me remember what they said. Like joke, like joke. A world was framed. Hey! What are you saying? What are you speaking? Are you speaking in agreement with God's word? Or in agreement with your predicament? Am I helping you to think? So now you are taking away the witches, eh? You are taking away family authors. They can't do you selling. But you, you can do yourself. You know too much grammar, yet it does not coincide with scripture. That is your problem. The Uramis and the whatever you are using, two names and, hey, what are you doing? Is that the word of God unto you? Hallelujah. Joshua chapter 1, the verse 8. Let's hear the word of the Lord. I pray that the Lord will give us a cultured tongue. Or that he will circumcise our heart. No, there is a disposition your heart can have, eh? and the word of God will not have a place in it. I pray that he will cut off the heart of stone and give unto us the heart of flesh. Now, listen to what God told Joshua. After Moses had died and God was instituting him as the one to carry the people into the promised land, I believe the man looked inadequate. Like this morning, I felt inadequate. I needed the word. 
went to the bishop, placed his hand on my shoulder and said, Grace. I looked at myself and said, Pastor, you have been doing this. He declared peace. Am I behaving myself wisely? Am I resembling my bishop and my father? Yeah. Why grace? Just a word release what was needed to stand in the stead of fathers to declare God's intent to you. Is this not a privilege? So words matter. So God told Joshua, I know you are, you, you are scared. You are wondering would the people embrace you like they did, Moses, because of the manner in which I used him. And God said, this is the key. This book of the law shall not depart from where? Your mouth. That means if there is any day you must be speaking something, there must be the content of that which is written in my law, in my word. Then he says, but you shall meditate in it day and night. If there is any word that I have been troubling Bishop about, it is the word meditate. Because when I came into understanding, my understanding of meditation is for you to sit down, you cross your leg. So in the Christian parlance, what is meditation? And I love the simple way Bishop explained it. He said, you thinking the scripture, you thinking through it, until it opens up to you and begins to address that which is needful in your life. And then you come to a place where you begin to confess it. Just recently, Bishop taught us and he said something about meditation. He said he doesn't speak in tongues in vain. But most often, when he's going to a, the sacred place, he carries the word. Then as he reads, light comes and dawns on him. Then he begins to speak in intensified tongues. At that moment, He's creating things. And I realize that this is what meditation does. Because as you are thinking about the word, you realize that, ah, this is the reality the word of God has presented. How come I'm living a false life? What happened? So what must be done? The same solution is in the word. Then you begin to address that particular matter by the standards and the dictates of the word. By the time you realize, you realize that that which was causing you to worry has departed. Now faith has come alive. And by faith, he said, we can tell this mountain, be that removed. Oh, are you in this church? Are we receiving keys? So he said, it will not depart on from your mouth. You meditate, you will think through it. Not only think through it, speak forth that same word until you hear yourself and your inner man also embraces the truth that you are speaking. At that moment, it brings you into oneness with the, the word. He that is joined with the Lord is one spirit. When you become one with the word, the word impossibility is erased. And all you see is possibility. He said you will meditate, you will think about it. Hey, you will matter it, you will chew it. Hey, you will speak about it until it is one with you. He said you do it day and night that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. So it is not a matter of just quoting it and saying it. But you coming to a place whereby you are practicing it. You are actually a doer. The word of God tells me, sleep, I sleep. Are you getting it? The word of God tells you, give, you give. Is it, is it clear? Yeah. He said, you see that you do it. You observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous. And then you will have good success. So, your prosperity and your good success, in whose hand is it? In whose hands? 
Is it in God's hands or your hands? But look at it. The word must be upon your mouth, upon your lips. And how can the word be upon your lips unless you read? Unless you study. Unless you meditate. Because can you imagine, you can read the scripture today, it doesn't instantly stick in your, in your, your mind like that. But when you meditate and you brood over it, it settles in your inner man, your spirit. And that is when challenges come. The spirit of the Lord draws that word and presents it as a weapon to counteract whatever is coming. Oh, have you not been to the place whereby an accident nearly happened? You saw yourself almost close to death. Then suddenly, you start smiling. Why? Because the spirit drew a word. I shall not die. But I will live to declare the words of the Lord. But if there is nothing in, what shall he draw? He will draw nothing. So when you hear people say, Ah, oh, you're a Christian in Pony, in a way, see here. A Christian without value will die like a normal person. Hallelujah. Now, let me show you some few things we all must know and understand about the Word of God. Even as I'm about to end this session of teaching. Number one, I want us all to understand that the word of God made everything. Hence, everything responds to the word of God. Did you hear that? The word of God made everything. Hence, the word of... So everything also what responds to the word of God. The woman you so love and you want to marry, only other folk, and God said, let us make man in our own image. In the image of God made he them, male and female. So that woman is a product of the speakings of God. So if you are not speaking the word of God the way you ought to speak, don't expect the woman to say, yes, my Lord, I shall forever submit. Oboa, not your Ferrari, not your Bugatti. It won't do anything. I've seen people with Ferrari and Bugatti and nobody loves them. Hello? So if that is what you are waiting for before you think you can be married, you are failed. The word of the Lord made everything. Everything responds to what? The word. John chapter 1, the verse 3. Hebrews 11, the verse 3. Hallelujah. So since the word made everything, everything responds to the word. Even money. Money is not man-made. Now even if man was made by God through his word, and man made money, when you have the word of God, who is money before you? And what is money? You are not getting it. So you better speak the word. Number two. The word is alive. And it's life. It brings and gives life. When spoken. I said the word is what? Alive and it's life. It brings and gives life. Whenever it is spoken. That is what Hebrews chapter 4 the verse 12 will teach you. It said the word of God is quick and active. Another version will tell you that it is alive. It is not dead. First Peter chapter 1 the verse 23. He said being born again. Not of corruptible seed. But by the word of God. Which liveth and abideth forever. Wow. Did you hear that? The word of God lives and abides forever. It does not have an expiring date. Now, if you have this understanding about the word of God, and that is what you are speaking, it means that whatever you are saying will remain. So, let's assume you meet someone dying, and you are called to pray. 
what has the word of God said about giving life? That is distraction. And Psalm 107 verse 20 says that he sent forth his word. It healed them and also delivered them from all their distraction. And here is the case of distraction. What is the word saying? That this one will not die but live. Not only live and not be relevant, but will declare the works of the Lord. And you go by that understanding. Father, for this one to come alive and testify that it has been you, let him live and not die. You think the word of God will fail? The word of God is alive. It gives life whenever it is spoken. So when your business is dying, speak the word. Have you not heard you be the head and not the tail? How can you be the head when your business that is to bring you wealth that will make you prevail over circumstances is dying? You must address it by the word of God. Hallelujah. Number four. God watches over his word to perform it. If you want to turn God into a watchman, begin to speak his word. Let's have Jeremiah chapter 1, the verse 12. The Amplified Classic. And let's see what the word of God is saying. Jeremiah chapter 1, the verse 12. The Amplified Classic. I want us all to just listen to this scripture. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. He says, God is sensitively watching over his word. <laughs> he is what? Sensitively. Alright, we have the King James. Is that it? Yes, that is when he had seen a vision. He said, then the word of the Lord came to me. He said, you have seen well. That is Jeremiah. God showed him a vision. He said, you have seen well. Then God said, for I am alert and active. Did you hear that? I am what? When somebody is alert, does the person look like this? The person is watching intently. That is why pastor has been saying this. You are in church. One of the signs that you are paying attention is the way you are looking unto the one, not as a man, but as your God addressing matters in your life. Are you getting it? Yeah. Paul said, they did not receive the message from us as if we are men of weakness. They saw the weakness. He said, but they received us as angels, messengers. Are you getting the picture? Yeah. How many of you are hearing the voice of God? So he said, I am alert. I am not sluggish. I am alert. Active. Vibrant. Watching over my word. My word to do what? To perform it. So can you imagine when you begin to speak the word of God, you put God in an alert mood. This is what he's declaring. Ah, it can't fail. Why? He had already said, my word will not return to me void until it has accomplished the purpose for which I sent it and to prosper in it. Hello? That is how potent God's word is. So when you speak it, there will surely be a performance. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now that you know what the word of God is and what happens when you begin to speak, what must you do? Tell somebody, what must I do? With the spoken word. The word of God is for your speaking. No, speak. Hallelujah. I've realized that many people are not able to speak more of God's word because it is never in them. But what does Colossians tell us? Colossians chapter 3, the verse 16 is the first thing all of us must desire to do. You know, we've started a Bible reading plan. And some of you, 
When we follow up on you, last time I asked her sister to share with me, Bishop, I was so blessed. I realized that she has been following. Hey, another person that I asked. Oh, I was so encouraged to be a pastor. In a gentle way then, but after today, it will be Zelu. Because, hey, after such a word, what is your problem? You want to be single for how many years? You want to be like that for how many years? He said, let the word of Christ. This is the word that made the whole world. He said, you have what it takes to make it dwell in you richly. How would this happen? I taught us already. By reading it, studying it, meditating, practicing, speaking. That is how it will dwell in you richly. Hello? Ah. He said, in all wisdom, hey, not engineering, no, 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 in all wisdom. Then he said, teaching. One of the things to do is when you don't understand a thing, come to the elders, let them teach you. Yeah. And the last thing, depend completely on the Holy Spirit. John chapter 16 and the verse 13 to 14. What did the word of God say? In John 16, the Lord Jesus was talking about the Holy Spirit and how the Holy Spirit will glorify him. He said he will receive from him and make known to you. He said he will not speak of his own accord. When you learn to have fellowship like we've started a teaching on the Holy Spirit. Listen, as you get close to the Holy Spirit, he will receive words, the very words of Jesus that must dwell in you richly and bring it to you. Hallelujah. And that is why he's the most important person in this world. I said earlier on, you have come the way you are. You have come this far because of your speaking. It is not witches. It's not your uncle or your father who didn't take care of you. This man here at age 15, I was sacked from the house. But today, by the word of God, this same man, some months ago, my legs were broken. They, they were so numb, it couldn't move. I remember Bishop called me to the office. Lay down, then he taught me something called the word therapy. He brought a scripture from Psalms. We talks about there is a river whose streams are made make glad the people. Then he added another scripture from Romans. We talked about that if the spirit of he that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you, he will quicken your mortal bodies. Now these are scriptures I know. But on the day, a literature was used to expound the word. Then he said, go and practice this therapy. I've realized that I'm not wobbling. Yeah. I kept saying these things over my life. That there is a river in me. The streams makes me glad, not wobbling. It looked like a joke. Let me tell you, naturally the veins in my feet were not responding. That is how intense it was. But now I can move my toes, I can move my finger. And you think the word of God is not powerful? You are too late to say that the word of God is a failure. I have said you, you are where you are because of the word. This morning, you want to come to the Lord Jesus. Wherever you are, you, every eye closed, every head bowed. Some of us have spoken to elders in a way that was not responsible. And that thing has become the, 
the woes and the pain in our lives. But this morning, you want to come to him at the cross and ask for mercy. You've never been speaking positive things. Every time you find yourself speaking negativity, and negative things have consistently followed you this morning. If you know that and you identify that you have become a victim of your own words, there is grace available to change the story and to change the verdict. In all humility, you want to lift up your right hand even as I invite the resident pastor to help you renounce such utterances and to embrace the grace and the love of God and to see a new thing. that proceeds from your mouth that is not of God in the precious name of Jesus Christ by the mercy of God this morning we decree them ineffective in your life in the name of Jesus Christ whatever statements that came out of you that has been the reason for certain experiences contrary to God's agenda for your life this morning by the mercy of God 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 we decree that those statements have no effect in your life anymore in the name of Jesus Christ whatever damages whatever chaos that has caused around you that's caused in your family it has caused in your business that caused in your marriage in the name of Jesus Christ we decree that the Holy Spirit of God broods over your life over your family and there's a repair going on there's a repair there's a repair by the mercy of God there's a repair by the mercy of God there's a restoration by the mercy of God there's a repair by the mercy of God there's a repair by the mercy of God there's a repair by the mercy of God whatever utterances that has been the reason against your marital breakthrough this morning in the name of Jesus Christ there is a word there is a word greater than any other word. By this word, all things were made. I decree in the name of Jesus Christ, that negative utterance has been swallowed up by the power of God's word. I decree you are set free to marry. In the name of Jesus, you are set free to walk in wealth. In the name of Jesus, you are set free to have children. In the name of Jesus, you are set free to travel. In the name of Jesus, you are set free to own houses. In the name of Jesus, you are set free to have a new job. Pray in tongues and receive them with thanksgiving. Come on. Transformation and total supernatural repairs 
supernatural repairs, supernatural repairs, supernatural repairs, supernatural repairs from your nuclear family to your extended family to the works of your hands. Total restoration, total restoration. Ilo palitos demigost. My kwami na labuka tiato mahakwaye. Walkima alo patuane kapatwaya. Eferu kwami etu stoma histuage. Apakwa keta palos tayaga. Epakwa mane kwaparu ostiamoloho. Rekwame kwapita nostaya. Merua pilestuna. Kiruba shero maharie. Romi rasto mekika. Mekika. You are leaving this place this morning with beginning testimonies of restoration. It begins right now. It begins right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Every limitation that is self imposed. By the mercy of God, that self-imposed limitation is removed. It's removed. It's removed. It's removed. Oh, brothers, your health is restored. Your health is restored by the power of the Holy Ghost. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I have a good news for you. The good news is this. We prayed for you before you came to church. So whether you say amen or not, whether I believe it or not, you are not walking out of this tent the same as you came here. We prayed for you. We lifted you up before God. And we told God that the Lord should transform your life. And therefore I decree announce to you. Your transformation has been established. Shout a loud amen. Shout amen for three times. One. Two. Three. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise. Hallelujah. This is God's word directly to his people this morning. Isaiah 45 verse number 1 to verse number 3. This is God's word directly to every person here today. God's word directly. And this word you're going to receive in your spirit man. You're going to walk in the reality of it beginning from this day after this meeting. That says the Lord is anointed. Dominion Chapel International, a special place. Whose right hand I have held. Since we are not weak. To subdue nations before them. To lose the armor of kings. To open before him the double doors. So that the gates will not be shut. Can I hear a loud amen to that one? Verse 2. Verse 2. God is speaking to you. Ah, God is speaking to us. I said, God is speaking to us. He said, I will go before you and make the crooked places straight. 
I will break in pieces the gates of bronze and cut the bars of iron. Now the final verse. This is God speaking. He said, I will give you the treasures of darkness. That amen is not showing you are ready for this one. The hidden riches of secret places that you may know that I, the Lord, who call you by your name, I'm the God of Dominion Chapel. Clap your hands and give the Lord a shout of praise. Thank you, Lord. Lift your two hands and wave to the Lord. Thank God for the testimonies by his prophetic word. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus.